Gaining weight on keto, is that even a thing? Maybe that's happening to you. Maybe you've seen other people say that they're gaining weight on keto. Is it possible to gain weight on keto? In this episode, I'm gonna talk about that and reasons why you might be gaining weight on a ketogenic diet. Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Lesha. And before we get started in today's episode, I want to make sure that you've heard about my free masterclass that I'm hosting next Tuesday called The Best Way to Lose Fat. If you haven't signed up yet, pause this episode right now and go to bsbtribe.com forward slash workshop and save your seat. We're filling up really quickly and I want to make sure that you don't miss this live masterclass. I'm going to be teaching what I learned over the last decade of studying nutrition and weight loss, trying all the things, all the wrong things, and finally figuring it out and the most effective way to lose fat and to keep it off, okay? So head on over there and sign up and I'll see you there live next week. Okay, so what I wanna talk about today is reasons why you might be gaining weight on keto. This is a thing, all right? And I feel like it's more of a thing nowadays than it used to be, and I have a reason why. I think the main reason is because of all the keto products that are out there now on the market that claim to be keto, that are processed, that are not really great for us, and people buy them, you know, as soon as they start keto because they think that it's keto. Let's see how many times I'll say keto in this episode. So I know a lot of my followers follow me because they're interested in a low-carb ketogenic diet. That is where I started. That is how my blog got started because Keto did help me lose 110 pounds in between pregnancies, and I'm very grateful for the ketogenic diet. However, you can gain weight on keto, and how do I know this? Because I gained weight on keto. If you've been following my journey, you know that I've gained 20 pounds since last year while being in ketosis, while following a ketogenic diet. And why? There's a lot of reasons why you could be gaining weight on keto. And I want to talk about a few main points today so you know what to do. So whether you're already gaining weight on keto, this is going to be a great episode for you. Or maybe you're trying keto and getting started. You want to listen to this to make sure that you're not making these mistakes so you don't gain weight on keto. Because I'm sure if you've seen... All right, if you follow the keto community, I have to say this to be true. I mean, it's even true for myself. Not everybody that does the ketogenic diet is slim and fit and at normal weight. I mean, that's just the reality. There are a lot of people that are on keto that are still overweight, which just goes to prove keto is not the magic bullet. And it is not guaranteed weight loss or fat loss. There's other things that come into play. So we have to consider that and we have to know that before we get started on something. All right, so number one reason why you might be gaining weight on keto is because you are following someone else's numbers. What does that mean? You are following someone else's macros and you're following somebody else's carb threshold. All right, so did you ever ask yourself, what is my carb threshold? What is my ideal protein? 
Or do you just like Google keto macro calculator, punch in some numbers, and then it spits you out a number and then you just put it into your MyFitnessPal, your carb manager, and you're following it, you know? You heard of 20 grams of net carbs, so that's what you're doing, but you've never really tested to see what your body can handle, all right? This is something I teach inside BSB Tribe because I want my numbers to know. I want my members to know if they want to do keto as a way of eating a low carb, I want them to know what their carb threshold is, all right? They might be able to get away with eating 50, 60, 70 grams, but they don't know it if they're just following the standard 20 grams that someone just pulled out of their butt, okay? Same goes for the opposite end of the spectrum. 20 grams might not be enough for someone, or it might be too much for someone, I'm sorry. So they're not reaching ketosis, they're not getting to that fat burn because they're following 20 grams, but they're not getting, it's still too high for them. So you have to know your own numbers. You have to be able to know how to calculate your own macros. And I teach that inside my program too, because you just can't follow a generic calculator. It doesn't account for other things, okay? And macros in general kind of tricky, there's a lot that goes into them, and especially when you're looking at things like protein and carbs, all right? So protein, it all depends on how active are you, right? What do you do like on a daily basis? Are you completely sedentary and you sit on the computer eight hours a day? Are you pretty active? Do you walk a lot? Do you run? Do you lift? All those things matter, right? What is your lean body mass? Like, what are your goals? What are you trying to reach? What, you know, do you wanna build muscle? Do you just wanna lose weight? what are you doing? Like, what is going on with you? Okay. So the first reason is that you're following someone else's numbers that you just pulled out of thin air or got on some generic calculator. And that's why you're not getting the results that you want. All right. Number two is you're eating too much bad fat. Yes, there is such a thing as good fat and bad fat. And I feel like a lot of people when they start keto just because they hear, oh, you can eat fat, they go all like gung-ho on all the fats, not considering that there's bad fat. And when I mean bad fat, I'm talking about the vegetable oils, the canola oil, the soybean oil, all those inflammatory fats. There's research now that shows that inflammatory fats, processed hydrogen, hydrogenated fats, trans fat, margarine, all the things are just as bad as sugar on our bodies, all right? So these fats are gonna inflame you, which is gonna cause weight gain from water weight. You're gonna get severely bloated, then they're gonna mess up other functions of your body. So you have to be really careful. And when it comes to too much bad fat, you're really gonna find that in a lot of the processed packaged foods, all right? So if you're following keto and you're eating a lot of deli meats, you're eating a lot of processed cheese or cheese food, like they can't even call certain cheese products cheese because it's not real cheese. So if you're doing a lot of that, if you're eating a lot of keto packaged uh, goods and snacks and treats, stuff like that, most likely they're going to be using some type of bad fat. And you want to be careful because, and that's why I teach reading labels inside my program, because you might have a product that, you know, when you read it, it might say coconut oil or butter or ghee in the beginning, but then towards the end of the ingredients list, you know, they're sneaky, they're so sneaky, and they're adding in like soybean oil or canola oil or something like that because it's cheaper, guys. It's cheap. That's all what it, it's just cheap, Okay. So you think, oh, you see coconut oil and you don't even bother reading. 
the rest of it, you throw it in your cart, not knowing that you're now consuming the inflammatory oils. And I mean, it adds up like, yeah, a little bit might not hurt you. But in the long run, if you're eating those products constantly years after years, I mean, it's going to catch up. All right. So too much bad fat in the form of vegetable oils and hydrogenated oils is going to cause you to gain weight on keto. That's number two. Let's talk about number three, and that is eating too many sweeteners, all right? So the whole thing about sweeteners is that long-term use of it can wreak havoc on your gut microbiome, all right? They're artificial. They're not, they're not designed. Our bodies are not used to sweeteners or what's in them. They're, they're like... It's like putting an, a stranger, like letting a stranger into your home. Like it, you just, it doesn't belong in your body. And we want to be careful because a lot of them are chemically processed and made. And even though they're zero calories and, and all the things, zero fat, they can wreak havoc on our gut. And that is one of the things that I think might have caused my gut issues is because I started as a keto food blogger. I was making a lot of recipes that had to use sweeteners. So I was consuming a lot of sweeteners. And you know this, if you've ever had too much erythritol or too much xylitol or any of that, and you had a stomach ache, that is the reason. They they can cause digestive issues. They can disturb your gut. They most definitely cause bloat which then causes you to retain water weight. And if you're constantly eating those sweeteners, you're going to hold on to that water weight, which is going to show up on the scale, which is going to cause you to gain weight, which you might think is, you know, fat or whatever, but it's truly water from too many sweeteners. Okay. So they cause bloat. They retain you retain water from them. Also, there's studies that show that sweeteners can promote weight gain, just as sugar, right? Obviously, it's not as bad on your body as sugar. I mean, I guess it's debatable, though, in what perspective, but they can promote weight gain. And then the other thing that I don't like about sweeteners is that it tricks our brains, which can cause cravings for sugar. So the way sugar works is that we eat sugar and our dopamine gets really high in our brain, the receptors, we get all excited and lights up all of the receptors like a Christmas tree and makes us want more sugar. That's like the never ending addiction cycle of sugar. Now what happens when we eat sweeteners is that it's not technically real sugar, right? It's not the calories and all the things that are in sugar, but it's still a sweet taste. And our brain recognizes that sweet taste. So now we consume this product with the sweetener. Our brain got that sweet taste and it's like, oh, we're getting sugar. But then your brain's like, oh, wait, it's not sugar. It's not real sugar. But hey, you know what? It tasted really sweet and we want more. Let's turn on cravings. And it acts the same way as if you would just eat in sugar. Turns on more cravings for sugar, which makes it, re which makes it really hard if you're trying to give up sugar, quit sugar to to do that because you are still getting those triggers and the cravings for something sweet because you're eating sweeteners and you're tricking your brain. So what I found in my experience and with my clients is that when they eat products or they make a lot of keto desserts, they crave more sweet things. And this is so true because I found this for myself when I decided to give up 
sugar in 2020, I was doing really well until I started using sweeteners and I've kind of cut out completely. I, I, don't mean, I don't even remember the last time I had sweeteners, but the time, anytime I would have something with a sweetener, like some chocolate or I would make a dessert, the next day I would find myself wanting something sweet. So this is a real thing. So because of that, too many sweeteners, you're going to have those extreme cravings, which is why I think it's so hard for people to stick to keto because a lot of the times I hear and I see people say like, I, I, I mean, I'm still struggling with cravings and I don't understand it because when I was following keto back in 2015 and none of these sweeteners were around, quite frankly, I had no cravings at all for sugar, like none. So when people still say they have cravings for sugar, it makes, it makes me wonder, well, why? Why do you have cravings for sugar? And most likely it's because they're still having all of these sweeteners, maltitol, all of those things that are triggering the brain to want more sugar. All right, so that is another reason why you might be gaining weight on keto. All right, so let's look at another reason, okay? Too much conventional meat products. So I know this is like so debatable about how much hormones are in actual conventional meat products or grains and stuff. And it's like, like who cares how much? It's still in there. Like That's like asking like, oh yeah, sure. You know, I'll take a little bit of hormones. Sure, just like a little side of hormones with my meat. I mean, wh why? Like, if we can just, let's just avoid it all together. Like, how is that okay to even have a little bit? And yeah, you, you compare it to other products. Sure, I'm sure that other products like soy or whatever have more hormones in them. But like, I'm not, we're not eating soy here on keto. So the problem is that a lot of times, especially I see this in carnivore, when you consume way too much conventional meat products, that can mess up your hormones long-term, especially with women, right? It's just inevitable. It's just the way that it is, and especially with estrogen, things like that. So I don't, even, I don't even think that that's something that I would want to risk because now that I know what estrogen, too much estrogen does to your body and all the things, it's like we really want to be careful with that. So if you are constantly consuming only conventional meat products and a lot of it, you're gonna be getting those hormones in, in like a little bit, yeah, at a time, but if you account for how much protein you eat on a weekly basis and times that by years, that's a lot of hormones, all right? So the way I see it is that if you're going to do keto, you really wanna be careful and try to balance, and I know it's expensive, and I know it's hard to combine all the things, but this stuff matters because when you mess up your hormones or you get estrogen dominant to all the things, you're going to gain weight, right? You're gonna gain weight. That's one of the signs of hormone imbalances is weight gain. That's well, anything, estrogen, thyroid, cortisol, all the things. So you wanna find that balance where, well, what can I do? How can I pr improve? Can I go organic? Can I, you know, maybe do um, grass-fed, you know, a couple times a week or maybe limit, or I mean, whatever it is for you. I mean, if you think about it, I mentioned this before on the show, like you are what you eat, eat. So if you're trying to do low-carb keto, all the things, but you're eating conventional meat products that come from a beef, a beef that was fed grains, that is a carb, 
right? Grains, processed grains, they ate that, that's in their blood, that's in their you know system, now you're eating it, so you're kind of getting a byproduct of that, which then can cause you to gain weight yourself because you're not eating grains like straight up, but you're eating it like through that meat product. And yeah, sure, it could be a little whatever, but again, a little bit times how much we eat because a keto diet is very protein heavy for the most part. So you can either, you know, transition to really watching where you're getting your meat products or switch to things like eating more fish. And obviously, you know, you also have to consider like wild caught fish or whatever, sardines, stuff like that, just to kind of keep an eye on that. Because if you're finding yourself gaining weight on keto, and you know, you're not eating the sweeteners, you're not eating the bad fats, all the things you're not doing, but you are eating a lot of conventional meat, maybe that is a reason why you're gaining weight and your hormones are a little disrupted there, okay? Now, another reason why you might be gaining weight on keto is too many keto products, okay? So I started off with this. I think this is why there's so many people now gaining weight or not losing weight and getting such great results on keto as um, back in the day because there's all these products now that are labeled keto. So of course, you know, that that's just how, it's just how it works. It's like... <laughs> capitalism like something happened you know something gets popular it gets on the market and food companies take advantage of it they want to milk it i get it it's business you know it is the way it is it happened with adkins paleo vegan it's gonna happen with anything you know past keto and on but we have to be careful we have to be mindful as consumers so most of the keto products on the market i'll tell you the truth they're not truly ketogenic or good for you I tested a lot of them back in the day when I used to do this series called Fraud or Fab on my Instagram page. And most of them that I tested threw me out of ketosis and spiked my blood sugar, which goes to prove that they're not very keto friendly. So if you're eating a lot of those products, if you're relying, relying a lot on keto junk food, which is still junk food, just low carb, you know, you're gonna gain weight. You could absolutely gain weight on keto products. So you want to be careful of what type of products you're getting. You want to read the labels. I can't stress this enough. Learning to read labels is everything, everything. Okay. You want to make sure what's in there. You know, are they adding inflammatory oils? Is there too many sweeteners? Again, with the sweeteners, then we go back to the inflammation and the bloat and all the things. We want to make sure that we're avoiding as many processed foods, keto or not, as possible, and that we're trying to stick to real whole foods as much as we can, okay? And then a couple more reasons before we wrap this episode up is medical issues, right? You have other things going on in your body that keto can't fix, all right? Such as hormone imbalances, gut imbalances, autoimmune disease, Sure, you know, maybe a particular ketogenic diet like the clean keto diet that I promote a lot or other things, versions of keto, or the, just the process of eliminating carbs and sugar will help. But if you don't really hone in on what is causing your hormone issues or your gut issues or, you know, what you really need to do to, to balance all that out, keto is not really going to help you until you address address that or tweak 
the keto diet for that. So for instance, back to the estrogen thing. Yeah, it's great to do keto for estrogen for hormone issues, but you want to be careful with the conventional meat and other things and inflammatory oils, all the things, you know, caffeine, all the things. So you want to tweak it. But if you're just following a standard keto diet where everything goes, you know, if it fit your if it fits your macros mentality, then you're going to have a hard time losing weight and you might even gain weight doing keto because you're not tweaking it based on what is actually going on with you and your personal journey during this time and your body. The same goes for the gut, right? If you are following a standard ketogenic diet, but you have candida, yeast overgrowth, SIBO, all the things, and you're eating cheese and heavy cream every single day and you're causing more inflammation on your gut, irritating your gut, all the things, yeah, you're doing keto, but you're gonna gain weight or hold on to a water weight and not get the results you want until you eliminate that dairy. So it's very um, you know, specific and personalized and you kind of have to figure out where you're at and, and test and all the things. And that's what I teach in my program because I think it's so important to know what is going on in our bodies at a certain time and how do we adjust what we eat, how we work out, how we sleep, all the things to help our bodies heal. Once you heal, then you can lose weight, right? Healing goes first. That should be the priority if you have any of these health issues, okay? And then the last reason why you're not losing weight or why you could be gaining weight on keto is that you're in carb limbo. And what does that mean? That means that you're in the in-between phase where you haven't reached ketosis yet, so that means you're eating too many carbs still, meaning that you haven't found your own personal carb threshold, you're just following someone else's number. So you're not in ketosis yet, but you're also still doing, you're eating high fat, so you're now doing a high fat, moderate carb diet. You don't wanna combine carbs and fat. Like I, when I'm talking carbs, I'm talking about like the refined carbs, um, like a certain number over, you know, whatever your threshold is might be too much for your body. I'm not talking about like vegetable carbs or whatever. But if you are like some people, I see them eat like the low carb wraps and their tortillas and all that. And, you know, even though the label says low carb two grams, if you look at the ingredients, it's like got wheat and enriched flour and all that, like that is carbs. That's what the carbs that I'm talking about. If you combine those with fat, it's going to be hard for you to lose weight. We want to eliminate that and only keep carbs from, um, you know, vegetables, preferably grown above ground and um, berries, stuff like that. So if you are still eating too many carbs, you're in that limbo space where you're not really in ketosis, meaning that you, your body has not converted from burning glucose to burning fat for fuel. And until you get there, you might not lose weight. You might actually gain more weight. And I see this happening a lot, like a lot. So what you want to do is first, obviously, you want to find your own personal carb threshold number. And then you want to test. I mean, as much as people say, like, oh, you don't need to test your ketones. You can just feel it. Well, how are you supposed to feel it if you've never done this before? What are you feeling for, right? Look, if you're serious about this and you're like, I really want to try and commit and see what can happen with my body with ketosis. Like, I just want to try it out. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. That's fine. But I always say try and experiment on yourself. 
then you need to get a meter and you need to really test. Because unless you test your blood, you cannot know for sure. Yeah, there's signs, yeah, there's things and symptoms, but until you see that number and it's legit, you don't know for sure, right? The blood don't lie. So I recommend if you're serious about this, that you get a blood meter, you find your personal carb threshold, and then you make sure that you're actually in ketosis and you're running on fat for fuel and not carbs, and then you'll be able to start losing weight again. Of course, you know, besides the fact, unless you're like getting all those other issues that I talk about, if you don't have any of the, the issues that I talked about today, this might be your problem that you're in carb limbo okay so you're in the in-between phase and i do have some links for discounts for keto coach if you're interested in that i can leave that in the show notes so let's wrap up and let's kind of bring it all together um what i talked about today for the reasons you might be gaining weight on keto so following someone else's macros instead of finding your own not making it personalized to you eating too much bad fats, eating too many sweeteners, too many conventional meat products that are messing up your hormones, too many keto processed junk foods, you have medical issues, and you're in carb limbo. So do any of those sound like you? So take a look at those and kind of see where you can start making tweaks. If you're just starting out in this journey, you now know what not to do so you don't hit that stall or start gaining weight on keto because again it's not the magic bullet there's a lot of things that you can do wrong and i feel like a lot of people go in it blindly and just follow some person on instagram that has hundreds of thousands of followers which they assume because of that they know everything and they have no nutritional background whatsoever and then they just follow their advice and then they wonder why, first of all, their cholesterol's through the roof and all that, which it's not that cholesterol is bad. It's just that like, if you're eating bad fats, then yeah, that's gonna harm your health. Or they wonder why they gain weight or they feel bloated or all the things. Well, that is why, because you're not really getting sound nutritional advice. So, mini rant there, anyway. I hope that this was helpful for you. I hope that this prevents you from making some of the mistakes that I made when I started this journey back in 2015. If you have any other questions, feel free to reach out. You know where to find me. And again, I just wanna mention, make sure that you sign up for that workshop or masterclass, whatever, same thing, next week called The Best Way to Lose Fat. I'm gonna teach you all the things. It's gonna be so much fun. Go to the link and in the description and grab your seat and I'll see you there live next week. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you liked today's episode, make sure to leave me a review on iTunes and share this podcast with your friends on social media. Don't forget to tag me at BSB Tribe. If you want even more resources, make sure to go to www.bsbtribe.com and head on over to a private community on Facebook, Fit Mom Squad, so that you can get connected with other moms who are crushing their health goals. I can't wait to see you on the inside. Until next time, keep focused on your goals, mama.